you already know who it is it's your host john aka no name but got a name all over the game and sean aka johnny smokestacks <laughs> Hey, and this is Porch Light Talks. All right, let's go ahead and get into it. Uh, the first one we got today is Contagion from 2011. Yep, fuck that movie. <laughs> so it's pretty relevant right now. Uh, we're in the middle of a pandemic, COVID-19. Everybody knows that. Um, yep. So this movie is about a pandemic as well. A little more on the extreme side, though. A lot, yeah, a lot more on the extreme. The, but yeah. this sickness is wild. It kills you in like two to three days. So little less severe than COVID, but definitely relevant. Well, uh, doesn't sorry, go ahead. No, you're good. Does from what I remember, the, the uh, it originates in in China. Yeah, it's like <laughs> eerily similar. It's pretty crazy. It's just, I the really the only difference is the severity of it. <laughs> Uh, but this movie is stacked. Uh, we got Matt Damon, Kate Winslet, Jude Law, Gwyneth Paltrow, Lawrence Fishburne, and Marion Cotillard. I know everyone but the last person. So, so she, <laughs> she's in, you know her, she's in uh, some Christopher Nolan movies. She's in Inception. She plays uh, Maude, the the widow of okay. Leo. Okay. And she's also in Dark Knight Rises. Oh. Yeah. She some is. Talia action. Well, oh, turns out to be Rise, spoiler alert. Oh, sorry, yeah, Dark Knight Rises. Ooh, the Batman's. Anyway, sorry. Okay, I know. Yeah, so good, take, good. Cast. We got some history with this movie, which is why you said fuck that. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Oh. Can man. you start on your end? Because you have hated this movie as long as uh, it's been out, and yeah. I've known you. <laughs> so, yeah. so initially seeing the movie in 2011, I went to the IMAX in downtown Raleigh and. Everybody was raving about this movie, obviously, because of the the cast. So I'm in there, and no one gets the tickets ahead of time, and we're sitting front row at IMAX. (laughs) Can you imagine your neck and the position? We did during Jurassic World in 3D. (laughs) At least I saw, like, raptors. And this it was a disease that crippled the, the world. And that, honestly, at the time, and I feel really dumb, didn't age very well at the time i thought it was the dumbest movie ever because i didn't i didn't think a government and governments across nations and and communities would uh go on lockdown like that and again it it is it's pretty severe versus what we're dealing yeah i mean it certainly doesn't it's certainly i guess an exaggeration of what we're witnessing now i mean the streets aren't just littered and empty but um the similarities are good but uh continue what what you're saying so we saw it and I didn't like it. They loved it. They were all uh, pursuing medical degrees at the time, and they were talking about how you know real life it was. And I was just like, this is <laughs> really bad. Man. Did not want to watch it. So I think you had suggested it at least fifty times. Yeah. <laughs> so to watch it, after. I remember when it came out because I was like, that Contagion movie looks pretty awesome, and you were like, fuck that movie. Already seen it. Sucks. And I'm like. I don't think so. There's no way that sucks. And uh, I loved it the first time I had seen it. I thought it was really good. Uh, kind of like you, I was like, oh, I don't know. I mean, maybe this could happen, but it's a cool movie. But now, uh, <laughs> I guess. It makes I mean, a lot of again, sense. Again, the severity isn't it as much. But it, it, I didn't even hear the, like, the CDC was talking during this whole like COVID thing. Damn, I've never even heard of this, the CDC. And then I go and rewatch. <laughs> I did because Contagion. of Walking Dead. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, so yeah, I, uh, I rewatched the movie for the purpose of our, our the ultimate movie list. Which well, I yeah. So to back on. up for a second though, yeah, when you were saying I suggested this fifty times, yeah. that ever since you told me that our first conversation we've had, I've always tried to sneak it in at any any time I've given you a list of movies to. You would have it from. in birthday gifts, I think. Like you would put it yeah, in a, like, here's a t-shirt and it's I'd Contagion like, Blu-ray. I'm like, no. Right. So <laughs> I want this. Well, every time I would pick out four or five movies, physical D- Blu-rays, I would always sneak it like Don't in the middle. Don't say DVDs. No, we're not fucking with DVDs. But <laughs> I'm surprised my Blu-ray's not damaged as many times as you've thrown the case. <laughs> Next time I'm throwing it out of the Explore. Um, <laughs> but no, it's, uh, I mean, I think I... 
I liked it a, a lot more this the second go round because one I had matured in my thinking. Right. So having a family now, a wife, and just understanding um, uh, global impacts from other pandemics that I've read about. I think just rewatching it made a lot of sense. But obviously, I put notes and I, I put fuck COVID <laughs> uh, to the side of it. I probably would have given it a, a ten, but now because of COVID, I'm not giving not giving that a ten. So it's real quick eight. with your rating, so <laughs> <laughs> so we have this. Uh, we should tell everybody we have this shared Google Doc. It's a Excel spreadsheet of mm-hmm. all these movies that you and me have picked out to eventually watch, and then our rating. So we actually have a rating uh, spreadsheet. So for this one, uh, you said you gave it. Let's see your actual rating is eight only because of covid yep and mine was a 10 because i don't see how you can make a it's pandemic no. movie better you're a um, supporter to of me COVID. i already liked the movie and my wife liz and i watched this again um shortly after uh this pandemic has kind of ramped up yeah and it scared the shit out of us <laughs> uh we probably shouldn't have watched it then but i just thought it was incredible though it's still it scared the hell out of us, of course, because of how real life it seems right now, because yeah. we can actually relate, but it's still just a great movie, too. Do you – so there – I don't, I don't want to give any – I definitely don't want to give anything away, but there's some people who hold levels of, of power, Lawrence uh, Fishburne mm-hmm. being, being one, and he has the knowledge and the power to gain access to – things that are happening with the disease prior to maybe what uh, public knowledge is right. accepted. Correct. Do you, do you think that happens? Yeah. Well, so he does that in the movie. Well, um, he, uh, well, I don't, I, I guess it's a spoiler, but not, not, not really. really. I think, <laughs> I think it's a minor detail, but it does become a big problem in the movie, I guess, because yeah. about his morals and like, how can you, but yeah, for sure. I think Richard Burr did it. Yeah. And then I think our, the senator for North Carolina yeah, sold stocks. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. He did something names, so yeah. to that effect with, <laughs> with uh, before it was made public knowledge. So I really like that movie. Even I think not more now, but I like that word you used was like morality. Lawrence Fishburne, um, and every character kind of struggles with morality during that movie. Right. Well, do, do you think it's interesting because, okay, so when you watched it, did you, you were like, okay, yeah, you shouldn't have, but like, can you blame him? I mean, I would to do, me, I, I related to that, yeah. but like when it happens in real life with Richard Burr, I mean, it is a little different because I think he just was making money off of it. But if you're telling your family, I mean, how can anyone really get mad? Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. I, I, if I were in his shoes, I would, I would have probably made the same same but was that decision? Honestly, was that only because they weren't married yet in the movie? Maybe that's mm, why, because they be. weren't family yeah. yet; they were just engaged. That could be it. Yeah. Anyway, I don't know who. Who did you? Did you? I mean, is there anyone that stood out? I was about to say Jude Law. I loved in this movie. Oh right. Yeah. He was the kind of conspiracy. He was theorist. so so half the movie. You don't know what his deal is. You're yeah. like, who the fuck is this guy? Exactly. And what is he up to? Because it, I don't know. Like, <laughs> you're like, this guy is weird. How does he have, he has a cure. I don't understand what is up. And, and he's, he's going on it's the kind of unexplained internet prior to when this was all tra- like social media wasn't trending in 2011. Right, I believe he's much. like the one who got the first video out there yes. of like the yes. second patient. And he had his own blog. He's kind of like an Alex Jones type guy, just preaching his own message his own right. cure and people are be- like believing in it and you know throughout the movie you just see again his moral compass being tested further and further correct it, he played such a i think a great part again it just goes back to road to perdition that creepy character he oh just my God. plays I know. that he so is. well it's, it's awesome. His He's facial great, expressions. Great actor. Yeah, I really enjoyed it. Um, the end is no, no spoilers. I'm not going to say anything. The end's cool. I think you'll re- you'd really like the the last right. few right. minutes of it. It's it's a nice ending. They wrap the bow. 
yeah i mean i tightly. think it's a solid movie i wouldn't i really have no complaints about it there's no real dead spots but not at all i don't so. know if you have anything else to say about it yeah i probably won't watch it for another 10 <laughs> years <laughs> Like that's fine i got you to watch it once in 10 so it's fine <laughs> what, what was the next movie we all right had on? so we got arrival from 2016 uh, great movie this great. movie is uh it's a sci-fi drama mm-hmm. i got a lot to say about it but um it's it's a linguist so let me just read what imdb has because yeah. this is too hard for my weed brain to explain right now uh, <laughs> Uh, Linguist works with the military to communicate with alien life forms after 12 mysterious spacecraft appear around the world. Um, it's not your typical alien, aliens have came to Earth movie. Not at all. No, and I did not expect that. I, I, that's why I loved it. You want to give the, the yeah, ratings so, real quick or uh, we can talk about that? Well, let's go ahead and uh, Amy Adams is in this. Yeah. Uh, Jeremy Renner, who Hot. I'm a big fan of, and Forrest Whitaker. I mean, those are three solid people right there. Oh yeah, Force Rider. He's not hot, but he's like good looking for a. He's like ugly, like an ugly puppy. Like his <laughs> eyeballs fix some movies, and then it's not. But yeah, all three of the cast are like that's th- three yeah. good looking people there. Yeah, Amy Adams <laughs> is. Uh, I think this was her. Uh, I believe this was like in the middle of her streak. She's been nominated like so many times in a row, and I believe this was one. I don't know how she hasn't won an Oscar yet. She was your. I think this is like one of the badass? three in a row. Badass and what? And and how she just presented her, her character. She's oh just yeah, a badass. It's just a really great movie. Um, I want <laughs> not to gush too much. Let's let's get into more details. This one's directed by Dennis uh, Villeneuve. Okay. I'm a huge fan of this guy because right. some of his other ones, Sicario. Oh yeah! Oh yeah! Prisoners with Hugh Jackman, Jake Gyllenhaal, and uh, Terrence Howard, with the kids. Yeah. Oh. And then he did one of my favorites, Blade Runner twenty forty nine. I don't think you've seen that, but I'm a huge fan of that one. Saw it in passing, but not not enough to just. But holy shit! Let's talk about those those other ones. Were this guy hasn't had a dud yet? I don't think. I mean, we saw that movie Enemy, that we were thoroughly confused by. People watch that. I th- <laughs> don't hate us when you end, end the movie. Yeah, though. we hey, we didn't like it either yeah, yeah. when at first did. But it. go on YouTube after. I think you might change your mind. Yeah, <laughs> but no, back back to Arrival. Um, and the, you said the director. He, you could definitely get that vibe in this movie. Yeah, I just think he does so well with what he's working with. I mean, this is well, not to get not to get too far yet. So so we got some ratings here. So I'll go ahead and rate it ten. It's a ten for me. Yeah, I don't usually give tens. I know this is the second one in a row so it sounds like i'm lying you said ten and a half made me cry yeah 100 <laughs> percent made me cry okay so i had to give it an extra half and there's just something that uh amy adams in the point of the movie she are we getting into spoilers yet no no okay. she just has to come to grips with knowing that she has a choice to make and that's I'm not giving anything away, but there's there's that moment for me in the movie, and I uh, somehow just had identified with with that part. But right. I, I really thought it was perfectly done with like the first scene that comes to mind for me is when Amy Adams and Jeremy Renner are, are in the back of the pickup truck and they're driving out to one of the 12 spaceships on that gravel road and in in amy adams is kind of i don't know if she's having a panic attack or getting adjusted to the spacesuit thing but the way the sound is 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 pumping up as they're approaching the uh the ship but not only that the way the gravel is crunching (laughs) over under the tires as they're driving towards it it's it's everything in there then they get into the ship and there's just this weird hollow sound that's interesting i didn't i didn't really think about it like that when i watched it really what what were you thinking um you're a big sound guy so that's true sound on your your system um i think we watched it during the day i turned it up a little bit but there's definitely parts um that are good you could definitely tell like the atmospheric change when they go into the spaceship big time 
you um, you f- again you go in back to what you like you f- you fill it and I think right. you ha- you probably maybe might have to have a, some sort of a sub sure. or base to to fill that but yeah for sure uh, well I wanted to back up real quick just in case anyone's a little confused so her main mission Amy Adams is to they're just trying to communicate with these aliens they're trying to see what mm-hmm. they want mm-hmm. right and she is a uh, a linguist, but from what the movie makes you think, she's probably one of the better ones in the in the, the country, if not the world. Yeah, she's definitely a subject um, matter expert. Right, and then the I guess Sir Jeremy Renner's more of a man of science. At top of his field in science, yeah. Right, so they're working together, but I really like how she just commands respect from everybody. Everyone. I mean, she's like, because Forrest Whitaker is in the military. He's the head of this military operation there yep. he's the one who recruits them uh but she even tells him what's up for, <laughs> a few first, times i mean scene she yeah she, she's she like it's him. either gonna work like this or it's just not gonna work and i just yeah. really like how she does that because she doesn't she's never yells yells at all in this movie she reminds me of right tr- she reminds me of my wife trip <laughs> she's got red hair of course probably <laughs> short but just th- the way they c- command um their their audience if they're on a mission it just i think maybe that's probably why i buy in more to this movie even more right. but first scene with forrester uh Whitaker, he walks in and he's basically like hey, that sounded pretty you, good you need this yeah right when he comes on the helicopter that's the second time he comes right yeah in you're the right of the night first time he comes he's trying to recruit amy and and she basically just says no like this is how i would run it and i need to run it he goes okay we're gonna go get your peer in another area and she goes okay ask him what this oh, means gives right. a quiz to the yeah. gives a answer a quiz uh to forest and anyways next scene they come back in the chopper and they're like all right you're you're on board you know. yeah she's <laughs> like okay i'll do it I'm, I'm here i mean it i would say if you haven't seen this definitely see it because even the way we're describing it You'd probably be like, okay, it's a movie about language. How does that work? I mean, that sounds boring as shit. It's it does. I know boring. it does. I hate but it's, it. I would hate it. It's brilliant. The twist is amazing. Uh, you really have to think on it to yes. like kind of get the whole thing and to put the pieces together. Yes. I've seen this three times, I think. Um, I remember the first time we were sitting there for a while. Yep, because I think I saw it with uh, my cousin and my brother, and uh, it took us about an hour of talking about it. I'm like, okay, this is what happens here. This is this is what this means. Yeah, sorry, it's hard to talk about this without spoilers. But he does. But. He does the, the, again. Going back to that director, he he has a way of um, throwing hidden. I think he just takes pieces. his time. He doesn't. Ah. He shows. He doesn't tell. Ooh, a lot of people like to like to tell yeah i think i mean i know it's not like a movie that. but breaking bad breaking bad and better call saul is a show that shows it doesn't tell so it just shows you what's up it doesn't say anything about the situation you know a lot of the I cold like openings like in breaking bad and better yeah. call saul yeah they're just showing the character do something and you're like what the fuck is he doing and then it just plays out and it and then uh, you're yeah, like, oh, sure. at the end, you're uh, like, okay, yeah. okay, that's what a rival does. Yeah, no, I, I 100% agree. <laughs> yeah, I would agree with that. I've never even thought about it. It's like, like here you go. This way. is the movie, and now it's over. Now go talk about it and figure it out. And those yeah. are fun movies to watch. Those are the those are some of the best movies to watch, yeah. honestly, especially if you're uh, you're just thinking it could be your typical alien movie and and. It, or boring alien movie or whatever. It's it's definitely not that something you want to you want to no, look into. All. Right. So, all right. I think we did pretty good talking about that, and yeah. we didn't even have uh, have to go into spoilers. So, yeah. All right. We got a new another one. I didn't uh, let you know about this one beforehand, but I'm going to talk about Hereditary. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So, <laughs> Hereditary <laughs> is fucked up. Oh, it is a horror movie. When did this come out? 2018? Yeah. Okay. I'm just going to read the IMDb description because I don't really know how to describe this movie. <laughs> oh, my <laughs> Other God. Other than, hey, it's fucked up. And, but if you like horror, you should probably check it out. Sure, yeah. Uh, so, 
Let me just read this. So Annie, played by Tony Collette, is a wealthy model maker with a family history of mental instability. After her elderly mother passes away, Annie, her disturbed daughter, Charlie, and eventually her teenage son, Peter, begin to experience strange visions and compulsions, much to the distress of her skeptical husband, Steve. This movie <laughs> is Let's wild. just get into our ratings real quick. Oh my God. So, yeah. yeah. God damn it. I'm pretty sure this is a 10 for me, too. I'm such a fucking <laughs> you're, liar. You're lying to the audience already. Sorry, guys. I love everything. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so I, I gave it a 10, and you gave it a 9.5. Yeah. And you fucking hated it. Yeah. I cringed the whole, the whole so, time. I hate hate horror movies. Horror, like I anything. have never liked horror movies, but I've started to watch them recently, and I kind of think it's your fault. Asshole. Well, what? No, Be- it's yeah, because we when we've hung out with our friends, do you remember when we would do we'd go to the Garner house? Yeah, and watch a scary <laughs> movie every Sunday night. Yeah, and none of us liked them. Yeah, so it was kind of funny because it's like six getting, huge guys. I'm losing my breath right now thinking about all of this. So I hate. I hate Can we? It. Do, okay, let's describe Josh's room because that's who our friend Josh yeah. is. Where it was, he had. It was in his bedroom, so he has like a—is it a king size bed or a queen? It's a king at this. Okay, time, king I think. size. Yeah. The TV's at the foot of the bed on the wall. Yep. Then he has like a couch, a leather couch, beige leather. Right couch. at the foot of the Lo- bed. So then, seat. so the TV's right in front of the couch. Yep. This is not a huge room though. It's on top it's of six a dudes. So dresser. three are laying on the bed. <laughs> yes. Fully laying on the bed. Shirts off, probably. I think they didn't run the AC. I think Evan would lay across our feet. <laughs> he would rub our feet. <laughs> and then DT would sit in the couch, and his dog would be in the couch with him. Well, that's yeah, yeah. two seater couch. Yeah. And yeah. we'd all be watching this movie and screaming like little bitches. <laughs> and that was every Sunday. So, yeah, now but we used to watch stuff rooms. like that. So then I've since then kind of started watching horror movies, not make an appointment to, but when I see something that actually looks like it's a good movie in yeah. a horror second, I'll I'll usually check. You'll make out. an appointment. You'll call the secretary of the horror movie film. Association. <laughs> Just make an appointment for for a horror horror movie. Yeah, reluctantly. Yeah. <laughs> hey Betty, <laughs> like the I want to tee up that uh, Friday the Thirteenth from nineteen eighty six for Friday. Yeah, Friday. Yeah, let's get that going. No, this movie was it was awesome. I, I, like I said, thinking about those times on Sunday and going to scary movies, I get so much fucking anxiety and stressed contagion. out. I hate you. Know, or like, not contagion. Yeah, what contagion. was the conta- the conjuring? Oh my, yeah, all those. That was pretty funny. I run out of rooms. <laughs> I can't keep my eyes open during scenes. So very hesitant when I saw this on the list, but I watched it and. It hits. Well, I made you watch it. Yeah, well, yeah, you. You and Trish watched uh, Midsommar. Yes, so that's, that's right. Has, that's the same director as Hereditary. Hereditary is his first major movie as a director, and Midsommar film is, uh, to come out with. Very nice. Wow. So you guys watch Midsommar, and it's kind of classified as a horror, but I, I don't think it's that scary. I think it's just kind of fucked. It's fucked, but it's a horror because it. It doesn't seem like a horror because it's filmed in in some beautiful weathered green hill. You it's just it's just a hell. super great vibe. That everything's okay, but everything's fucked up. With Hereditary, everything's fucked up. the The shooting, the like the scenes, how it's shot, the atmosphere's dark. Yeah, color, the, and it's got this weird score that is just kind yes. of it's it's real subtle, and you kind of really can't hear it unless you listen to it. But it's like. <laughs> it's and always it's like there just beating in your chest yep the whole time yep and it gives you the the most anxiety you've ever had in your life and, it, and it'll it'll speed up and get deeper in the scenes where 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 something's about to happen right but there's really no jump scares it's not like your classic horror movie so maybe classic horror fans probably be like this movie isn't stupid it's not yeah. that great it's not it's not terribly gory like it's not no I'll, serial killer like running around. Right. So I watched this with a friend of mine um, from work, and he, because I've wanted to see this but never got around to it because I'm a little bitch and I'm scared to watch it by myself. Sure. And he said, <laughs> "Keep the porch light." He on. said, "It's not that scary. It's just really unsettling." Sure. Exactly. 
I agree with that, but it's also scary as shit. I told him halfway through, because I think we had to pause for some reason, and I was like, I can't fucking breathe right now. Yeah. This fucking hurts my chest. Exactly. <laughs> I usually can deal with this kind of stuff, but I can't. There's a few <laughs> scenes that make you feel that way. Yeah, it's the whole time. It's just like, is anything good going to happen? Just it so just you, progressively gets nothing worse good happens. slowly. <laughs> the movie's good. <laughs> But the, the the plot does does not continue to get good. It's a it's a phenomenal movie. I watched it with Trish, and that was a bad idea because <laughs> she actually enjoyed Midsommar. She hated this movie. Absolutely hated it. She hated she Hereditary? Saw, yeah, she saw my score. She said I was being biased because you gave it a 10, <laughs> which could be some truth to that. But I rated it a 9.5 because... I've I don't think I've ever been that tight chested from a a movie. Yeah, I before. I think I've thought of this movie every single day since I've seen it. I've only seen it one time, and uh, I saw it wow. when your daughter was born. That that night Carson? you had yeah yeah you guys had Carson the very next watched morning. It? Oh wow! So that's how I remember because I was at my buddy's house because he was getting ugh, married the very a, next day, having a kid about her. <laughs> oh my god! Yeah, so that ugh, yeah, so makes sense. Uh, my parents watched this recently. What? <laughs> yeah. So my mom was asking me for movie recommendations the other day because uh, they're on. stuck re- in the house. Re-say that because we want to make sure we're yeah we're recording. Your your parents did what? They watched Hereditary. No, the hell I put didn't. it on the list. I was they like, Mom, how, how do you feel about horror? And she's like, I can handle it, whatever. <laughs> but I'm pretty sure my dad doesn't watch that shit. He apparently watched it with her. And? Which I'm really surprised about. And? All right. So she sent me a text. I asked her uh, how what she thought. Are you so, going to read it in mom voice or are you going to read it in oh man, I do, it mom, I do mom voice? You got to. When, All right. Do? Hereditary was the one that started with Grandma's funeral, who apparently wasn't nice. Brother and sister were weird possessed. She's she's typing these, like, questions. And then the brother... Well, I don't know if I could say that. It was a spoiler. I gotta say it. And then the brother decapitated the sister and doesn't tell anyone. Weird shit. <laughs> Oh, good. That's not so. A I asked her <laughs> if she alert. thought it was scary or good, and she said, "What did she say? Parts were scary and crazy, and a bit bizarre. I always wonder what kind of people can write those stories, screenplays." <laughs> and then she asked her if she had the uncut version of Last Dance. <laughs> <laughs> she probably put you on the prayer list at church. I think Dad did. He's like, "What the fuck, dude?" <laughs> I can't believe he watched it. What was his? He has no patience for what's anything. What's his reaction? He fucking if he turned Fight Club off after thirty minutes. Oh, he's yeah. like, it's not going boo. anywhere. It's Come bullshit. On, I'm like, how do you? He's seen the whole movie of Interstellar in like six different sit downs in like his <laughs> room on cable. Okay. He doesn't like space movies. Okay. But it's on, so he'll just watch it. Portions of it. Yeah, he's like. I mean, it's good, but I don't know what's going on. I'm like, yeah, no shit, because you didn't start at the beginning. <laughs> They're already in space. What the fuck? That movie's hard to understand. <laughs> it's hard to understand if you watch it five times. <laughs> yeah. From front well, to yeah, front. Yeah. With a YouTube video <laughs> at the end. He's watching 15-minute clips of the fucking thing. I don't get it. <laughs> of course you don't understand. Uh, I don't like it. Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah, so, I mean, hereditary. It's out just of the three, as hell. yeah. Out of the, out of the th- out of the three, if I'm if I'm ranking these three and watching them, I, I'm probably putting Hereditary on if it's daylight out, and then I'm oh watching yeah, this Arrival is not one I watch during the night. And Contagion and, and last, but if it's nighttime and even Midsummer, I wouldn't put on at night. Hell no, nothing even remotely scary. It's no, I'm not doing that. Yeah, fuck you. When it, when, I, when it's nighttime, you know what I'm watching. Basketball? The Jordan. <laughs> I don't know why everybody's calling it the Jordan. Is it the Jordan? I mean, it is, is. It the Bulls doc? It's, I mean, Jordan is the So Bulls. is it the Lakers or is it LeBron's team? <laughs> well, LeBron didn't stay long enough. <laughs> Shut a season down. So, yeah. I think next, uh, that's kind of concludes Hereditary, but moving on to. Well, I, um, are you concluding? Real quick, we, I would just say. Nope. Okay, continue. To me. 
right. It's probably the best horror movie of the last decade. Honestly, because I can't think of anything. Maybe The Conjuring. Would you say? I'm, I mean, do you? I don't oh, I did mean watch, to ask you I'm this. Not Is that there movie ever again? Hereditary is a movie that we're like, that's good as fuck. I don't think I want to watch it again. Yeah. Is there any other movies that you feel that way about? Contagion? No, I'm just. <laughs> <laughs> no, uh, really good, but I don't think I ever want to watch that Cause again. Because I have one. Um, I don't know if a lot of people have seen it. It's called Funny Games. Is that with Adam? There's like no one in it that okay. you would know. Well, yeah. maybe. Um, it, it, I think it's a. It's an international film, but they re the same director okay. remade it for yeah. America. Okay. And I saw it in the one of those small theaters. I don't even think it's around anymore in Cary. Okay. God, it was really good, but I fucking hate it. Like it's so it's kind of. Not really like Hereditary, but it okay. just makes you feel kind of the same way. Yeah, it's not really a horror movie. It's like I've two guys who uh, like kidnap this family and they just kind of is a good movie? fuck with them the whole time. Yeah, it is, but it's just like a horror. You hate thing to you watch. hate yeah, what yeah. you're watching. Yeah, because no, they're just like not violently torturing this family, but they're just kind of fucking with them. Yeah. And it just keeps progressively getting worse. And it's just like, oh, my God, I hate these guys. <laughs> it's just... yeah, anyway, it's a they... movie like that. I don't think I'll ever see that again, but I really liked it. And I'll recommend it to people all the time if they're looking for something crazy. I don't, I don't think anything comes to mind. I'd have to – man, I wish I would have – wish I could think about that yeah, one. Yeah, that's, that's something I thought of. It's pretty cool, though. Uh, the are other are day. we putting that movie on the list? I, don't, just I really don't think I could watch it again. Really? It's yeah. like that? I mean, if you ever saw it, I kind of want okay. you to see it just to okay. see your reaction. I'll, but I'll watch it. I'll, I'll check I it might out. rewatch it just because of that. But yeah, I remember I was in college and my roommate had seen it too. He was like the only other guy that had seen this movie. We'll we'll, we'll watch it next Friday since you're coming over for our. Oh, we'll our okay. We'll yeah, that would be kind of fun to see your reaction in person. Yeah, we'll do that. But yeah, he was he liked it too. But he Who? was willing to watch it again. My roommate from college. Uh, he was like the only one who had seen it that year. Gotcha. Uh, Because this had come out in, I don't know, 2008. Yeah. And he's watching it again in our living room that we lived in (laughs) in college with some of our uh, soccer teammates. And I just kept walking. I went to my room. I was like, there's no way I'm watching that again. So this is (laughs) Sean's roommate. So your roommate was re-watching? Yeah. I think he bought the movie. No, that's DVD uh, or Blu-ray? DVD. We weren't big time yet. He's no longer. I was more on it in 2009. I had the DVDs then, too. That's because you weren't affected by the recession. That's true. I'm lucky. (laughs) (laughs) All right. So let's get on to the Jordan Doc or the the last dance. Yeah, last dance. So we got episodes five and six. Yeah. So I think we got some controversy here because this first one opens up with the All-Star game in New York. Okay. Uh, Jordan's last year with the Bulls, 98. Yep. And... He's Kobe's talking about Kobe year. yeah, in the locker room with the East team. R.I.P. I said he was talking shit, and you disagreed. Oh, 100%. Why? I think it's, it's, it's Jordan. I think it's still it. respect, but it's, I think he was he, talking shit, though. Nah, I don't think he was talking shit. I think he was um, one. Because what did he say? He props. said he was talking about. You better grab a rebound. He's like, that motherfucker. He said he don't let the game come to him he goes and takes it he's trying to make it one-on-one though that's what he said after that but but he's but i don't think that was shit talking i think that was jordan given the like kind of the respect like changing the game like take it young blood go change the game you're making it one-on-one and then he made the joke of like better grab a mother rebound you know whatever he said yeah but i thought he was saying if you were on my team you'd have to get a rebound to get the ball well of course if you're on jordan's <laughs> team you got to get a rebound to get a ball but that's why kobe was never on jordan you know jordan's team is just a remake of of jordan i didn't think it was shit talking but well, I, okay i could even see though i have said be. that i still know that jordan has respect for kobe for sure has to um i mean no doubt so i i never thought that was i just thought it was interesting Mm. that he was kind of ribbing him a little bit like I even though it wasn't to his face but he I was bet. just like i letting everybody ma- I bet maybe he was letting everybody know like hey i'm still the man here i bet that won't shit compared to what he was saying to kobe on the court oh, i no. bet he was just kobe probably loved it 
Oh, I bet. Yeah, Kobe like, wanted is, it. This is what I've dreamed of. Yeah, this is <laughs> this is what I needed. I mean, Kobe always talks about how you you need to be fo- like focused, take it to the next level, surround yourself with people, have mentors, reach out, and that's Kobe was really right. big in mentoring other people. Yeah. So I don't know if I'm Sean. I don't know if I'm seeing that yet from this Jordan doc with Jordan being this mentor to his teammates and he even sort of mentions that he has his own path he's so obsessed with winning well you don't think kobe was like that because i mean we've seen the the (laughs) clips of him in practice yeah but he meant like i feel like he mentored so many people throughout the league just willing to sit down i think not on his team ah so yeah okay so i think he was willing to do that but i think he well before he passed away um I think he was talking to Tatum a lot too, right? Cause, oh yeah. Um, so so mm-hmm. I think that's what he was trying to do in He's his coming post. Out with those yeah, and after videos. retirement, um, I think he was more trying to give back. Whereas Jordan kind of seemed, he's just like, he I, I a, gotta leave. He took a step back, like for sure. Completely. I mean, I know that he's an owner and everything, yeah. and now he's is he a GM? I guess maybe. Is he still with Sharp? I mean, he still owns he part okay. of the team. I okay. would assume that he's also the GM still. So, I mean, so I think I understand what you're, you're saying that Jordan wasn't maliciously talking shit. He was just talking shit. Yeah. Okay. I can see that. Yeah. Because, yeah, I can and see I've that. heard this about Kobe too. Those two guys are probably the only ones that would take that All Star game seriously because they don't know how to play any other way. Yeah. One. Because they're like, what the fuck speed. are we doing out here if we're going to play? Let's play. I and I think that's when the All-Star game was more fun. It's still fun now, but it's still like an exhibition of dunks. No one is trying to D up anybody. But we did see it this past year whenever they changed the rules. Well, they gave you played I mean, Kobe literally court. had to give his life to make the All-Star game better. Oh, my gosh. So that's his legacy lives on. Hanging sure behind Sean that. right now, we have a 24 Kobe Bryant jersey, <laughs> a 45 Jordan jersey, and, and a skybox frame, and then beside it. A uh, Los Angeles Lakers LeBron uh, NBA All Star Weekend in Charlotte, North Carolina. Come on and raise up. Take but your shirt anyway. off. Wave it around like a helicopter. Mm. Oh damn it! Bring it back to Kobe with the helicopter. Fuck. Jesus. All right. But so moving on. Next point with the Jordan doc and and, and the Last Dance. First Jordans. The yeah. shoes. Woo. I mean, this episode, I got is excited. it not your favorite? Because it hits on everything you love, everything. shoes and Kobe. Yeah, it, I was excited from the beginning. I even, when, when Kobe came on and showed his face and was talking about Jordan, I got a little teary-eyed. And That's then right. when they started talking about the, sh- the shoes, I got a little teary-eyed because the the Jordan shoes were in my memory from like day one as right. a kid. Like I don't think I know yeah. anything else. For sure. Other I mean, I knew nothing about sneakers, but I knew they were Jordan. Oh, yeah. I didn't. I knew they were Jordans, and I knew they would change the way people looked at you. Oh, shit. Well, yeah. Okay. Yeah. It was like a big deal. I remember yeah. it being a big deal when we got like into fifth and sixth grade. Oh, no. It was a big um, deal to me in like first and yeah, second to grade you, to me. Yeah, yeah. A lot different. Well, so we have an audio clip of my mom. We'll, we'll, yeah. we'll insert in here. Let's drop just, it. We'll drop it in here. We'll drop it. And you'll. Michael Jordan, his love for the game and for the man, began at a very early age. He had his first pair of Jordans before age two, and I'm pretty sure he didn't miss many after that time. What a great inspiration he was um, to young people, his attitude, his sportsmanship, and just the way he carried himself. My earliest recollection of John having Jordans was before age two. And then the very first pair I bought him as a young boy was $135. But the smile that it put on that kid's face just was worth every penny. And I think he wore them until the soles literally fell off. What a blessing Michael Jordan has been to our family and just all the memories we share with watching him and just growing up with all the gear, the McDonald's toys, the jerseys john always had all of that and adored him kind of just going off of of what she just said and and everything yeah um i remember being at the the carry town center finish line waiting in in line my mom having 140 dollars cash really and, and paying yeah how and old a, uh 
probably five, six. No when way. I remember this? Oh yeah, yeah. I remember rocking um some like I think red and black or eights or something. I have the picture. I should pull it up, but. I remember wearing those to school the next day, and, and kids like f- freaking out. Shit. And one other kid had the same pair, and, and he said that uh, his his mom and them waited in in the line as well. My mom paid, I think she says, one hundred thirty five dollars or something for oh my god these Jordans, and and um just to have those things on, you felt like you were just untouchable. I didn't give a shit yeah. if I was on a meal plan at school, and my mom has said <laughs> multiple times that she would push out paying. Uh, the light bill because they won't turn your lights and electricity off if you don't Jeez. you know after a couple of weeks sure. they'll turn it off but my mom would push it out so she could uh she knew it would make me happy to, to yeah i mean those. you can hear it in the recording it's just like it's kind of really really sweet yeah <laughs> the I know. way she God. talks about it she is she's your typical southern bell religious <laughs> person bible belt mom but just absolutely sweet get you anything you wanted as a kid like kid or and if she couldn't she would damn sure try but um man those shoes they didn't just impact like my little world though right. they it, it went global he yeah getting- i mean i think that's what changed the game because I, it seems like everything culminated at the same time just yeah. perfectly for him how i don't know it's like oh by the way we're nike well we only do track stuff and I like he, Adidas. I want to go with Adidas. Yeah, he wanted to go, and Adidas was like, "Sorry, dude, we don't have the money to do or it. time. We don't want to mess with the." I mean, but like, it's he almost went with this other one that I've never heard of. Um, I wish I had the name. Damn, Trey's gonna hate this. <laughs> but, That's okay. Yeah, so I know what you mean. Maybe we'll drop it in later. But yeah. I think Nike probably was dedicated to him it sounds like the most of any even if he almost did go with this other company that would have offered the same money i think nike was made it their mission to promote him and i think that's what made the difference i mean they had spike lee making his he's one of the best directors of the Mm -hmm. of his generation and he's making these nike commercials i think nike just realized that there's a, a a better market for the individuals who like for like urban wear or like shoes and want to have an urban commercial i mean think about the way spike lee presented that that commercial is rugged mm-hmm. on a basketball court exactly it, it let cool. you know where he came from yeah and i like that it was that like was a different kind of uh i don't know it's just different it's a storytelling versus yeah. like hey don't sell me something it wasn't selling you anything it was just giving you a really cool story and characters and joking around but speaking on commercials how whack was that converse commercial where like larry bird finishes <laughs> out with his stupid ass line yeah they're holding up so the scripted. same color their jerseys like well, have man, you ever how terrible were those shoes and commercials well there is a commercial <laughs> and it's like terribly cool what? with mike or not mike with uh magic johnson and larry bird it's like what made them friends okay <laughs> i think uh I think it shows like it's like Larry on his farm in Indiana, oh, and then Magic pulls up in a limo, and he's like, "Hey, I heard you got the shoes from last year's MVP. Well, I got the shoes from this year's MVP." <laughs> and then Larry like angrily throws the ball. Show me what you got, Magic. And he's like, Balling and it's kind of cool. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, do you like how those Converse look? They kind of look cool to me now. No. You don't like no. those? Those I mean, they weren't like individual, but they were terrible. Okay, was... I got the name of the other what was company. The other company? Spot Built. Have you ever heard of them? They were the other shoe company. Spot Built. Yeah. So, so I was listening wow. to Jalen and Jacoby talk about it, and okay. Jalen knew what they were. He's like, sneakerheads will know, but I don't know. I don't know shit. Yeah, I don't even. So that's a different level of sneakerhead than I'm. That on. might I'm just never be before even, we came. Might be some, some came along. Uh, some Josh talk. Oh, you know, he's a big sneakerhead, so. But. Yeah, well, I mean, so you had like all of them, pretty much. Pretty much, whatever. Yeah, I mean, you up to a certain point, but I mean, at at a time, I started playing basketball, and my mom was mm-hmm. not gonna buy me basketball shoes okay. and a pair of Jordans. So I started to have to choose: like, do I want to play in Jordans, or do I want to start branching so out, did and you? grabbing like? So I remember I went to like I started getting Gary Paytons. I had the glove, the oh zip up Oh my ones. god, I wanted those. I had they the were Rodmans. too much. I had, yeah, so exactly. <laughs> Wait, like, well, Rodman had one. I think he, I know that, but I don't the remember. Red, what they it were was. red and yellow. Um, yeah, no thanks. I forgot we call like spaghettis or something. That's <laughs> probably really people are gonna laugh at like 
exactly talking about, but yeah, red and yellow Robins. But I had a sun logo, like a squiggly sun. I think he has tattooed on his uh, belly button ring. I so remember this yeah. shoe. Yeah, so I had those, but I think the best shoe that I had ever played in was eighth grade uh, middle school when we had the Nike questions, the white yeah. ones. Dude, the like, shoes. So those were best Iverson's shoes. shoes, right? But yeah. I've never seen him wear them. Oh, what? Have you? Uh, well, yeah, yeah. Okay, maybe sure. I just haven't. I always remember yeah. the other ones, like his more mainstream ones? black ones with the gold he wore during the finals against L.A. Are those ours? We yeah. had the white version, though. We had the white and black versions. So for our middle school team, sorry, yeah, so I think we kind of glazed over that. We, yeah, we played for middle, our middle school, school together. Yeah, we, <laughs> and we actually had team shoes, which was kind of cool at that age. It was. And I don't think a lot of middle schoolers had that, it, like, for their team. And you knew who made the team before tryouts because they already had the shoes at tryouts. <laughs> Do you remember who had them? Bradley? No. Who? Damien and Damien's brother and Bull. Really? Yeah, they all had. They all three had that had, had the shoes, but I. Oh, but I. Funny. I made the conspiracy that Webster went and talked to him and and told him for sure. They were, you know, whatever. I just went and copped them the next week after I made the team. Yeah, Smithfield. Let's go. <laughs> they had the Reebok store. <laughs> yeah, the I think Alice me and Logan got them together. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> shout out to the Smithfield. Hey, outlets. those were good shoes, man. I had one pair of Jordans, but I wore them to play basketball. They're just so heavy. I mean, even Jordan talks about it in the docket. What do he wear? He wears them in the the all or the last game at Madison Square Garden. He wears yeah, so he ones. wore He's his bleeding. his first one. First ones, but yeah. so. I was watching this with my wife, Liz, and she said, oh, is he wearing his original pair? And I was like, nah, they're just the remake. Oh, no, wait, they are the original, yeah. come to find out, when they show it. I can't be- like, no one's doing that anymore. No. LeBron's not going to do that what? in a real no game. Why would he do that? He puts way too much money in Jordan his body. Jordan is crazy. He smoked cigars, drinking whiskey, playing golf on the weekends, then going and telling Danny Ainge, I'll see you tomorrow night, and dropping 63 God. on him. Come on. It's, Dude, it's crazy. It's a problem. That well, was a, can I that say was a good episode? There is some, I enjoyed that one. Yeah. So, real quick, I mean, we kind of touched on some of the stuff they talked about um, at the uh, uh, on our last episode yeah. that they actually touched on in this one, like the coup coach thing with the dream team. Yeah, yeah. Um, I really wanted to just touch on this real fast, but the '92 finals they they uh, bring up in this one, talking about how Jordan's crazy. Yeah, the media was just comparing Clyde Drexler, who is a Hall of Famer, to Jordan. So he got pissed off and annihilated him, and kind of changed his career. He zapped his confidence. He crushed him from in the this moment. finals. Oh yeah, from the and moment then, he stepped on the court. But then they went to the '92 Olympics in the Dream Team, and Clyde was on there too, and he destroyed him in those practices too. He was because I think there's some expert uh, excerpt that I've seen from Magic and he's like, "Dude, take it easy on him. Come on." Yeah. <laughs> like leave him alone. He didn't do this. Yeah. This is the media. It's not his fault. Yeah. And Jordan's just like, "I don't give a shit." Like I He'll fucking bury. It. He used to he, take the free throws with his eyes closed, closed. just to Come show on. he could do it. Like what? LeBron's never doing that outside mm. of an All-Star game. Mm. LeBron's not doing a lot of things, Jordan. And this isn't a who's better. Yeah, I don't want to make it like that. I think they're both awesome. Who's different? Yeah, I think it's just different from us because reactionary. Jordan was like our hero, and I think there's a generation of kids now who are ten, eleven, twelve who are gonna see LeBron that way. So I I mean, we'll see over the test of time who's better. But I mean, I don't think it matters. Why does it matter? It's just awesome that we've got to see both play. Exactly, and we're we're gonna get more. Yeah. So. That was episode five of The Last Dance. The, uh, episode six aired as well. I uh, talked a lot about the Jordan gambling. <laughs> yeah. Can we say real quick, they show him playing this game with these quarters, yep. tossing it. You said you played this. Yeah. You yep. were texting me when you were watching this. You said you played this yeah, game. Yeah, my dad called it pennies growing <laughs> up. Um, so, yeah, when we lived uh, in in Kings Ridge and the, uh, the trailer park in, in, like, South Garner, um, my dad and, and brother and I would go out and play, play pennies on like the back, back deck or yeah. in the shed. And, you, <laughs> you know, you th- basically throw the coin from right. a certain distance. We, everybody's equal distance away from the, the wall for your penny. And if it hits the wall or the baseboard or whatever, it's yeah. disqualified. Okay. So you have to get it closest to the wall without, without hitting it. Sure. My dad was just kicking our ass in it constantly. <laughs> so um, I actually showed my daughter how to play it uh, maybe four months ago in our garage, and her and I spent about an hour doing it. 
and, and playing. See, yeah. it's an easy game just to kill time. And yeah. we, didn't, we didn't gamble with it. He was just showing us how to play. Well, of course Jordan had to add Jordan, that. Yeah, well, <laughs> but can we, can we talk about the MVP of this episode? It's that security guard. Oh, yeah. The First of all, this guy looks like <laughs> Kenny Powers' uncle. <laughs> but then he beats Jordan and then does the shrug to Jordan. Shrug, and even Jordan was like, all right. That's yeah, pretty gotta funny. You got to get the fuck out of here. But he's like, go fucking do security. Security, come get security. <laughs> he's like, get the fuck out of here. <laughs> Yo, his Who hair, wanted to play this game? His you, hair, Michael. His hair was awesome. I know. Kenny Powers' uncle. Well, how do you... I don't know, man. The 90s? Can we talk to that guy? Dude, I want to know I, what his hair is. I don't is. have any hair to talk to him <laughs> well, yeah. But, yeah, you're, you're struggling up there. So. <laughs> but no, yeah, that was... I mean, his gambling, was it a problem? I don't know. Maybe it do I mean, is as far as it affecting his basketball game? Yeah. No. No. Unless you believe this conspiracy that he left the first time because of it, but I don't think that's true. Yeah. I don't think it is either. Right. Uh but the gambling, I mean, it's not what you and me would probably do, but <laughs> well like we I think gambling's fun. It's like past the time type thing expect they were talking about it there was a plane they were, or the bus they were right. playing up front for a dollar a hand and oh, jordan yeah. just came up and was like let me play and he just has to yeah i just want to take your money i want your money in my my I, pocket i think this guy is just so bored exactly i think he just has to be doing something so like, i don't think gambling has a, to be a, a big deal yeah exactly I, th- I think he just keeps it it's just who he is is how he operates from day right. one something happened in him and he's just that's how he clicks and he even admits that he he says that jordan uh mike they're interviewing him he's like hey i'm not that i might not be that role model or, or yeah. that guy you you look towards and i'm not doing exactly what you think but i'm gonna do me if you don't like it then i'm just not the right person to follow right and i kind of respected that because he exactly. i did same thing it's his life he doesn't have to do this he doesn't have to be an activist and i like that he was honest about that he's like i'm not gonna I'm bullshit or anything i mean it's, you, there's something respectable about you it. can't do that now though lebron can't just say i want to play basketball because there's too I many think, platforms but maybe i mean kobe you did you think was kobe an activist he kind of turned out to be in his post career he ended up being an activist we found out for like in a, a way. lot of but i think lebron due has, to his Okay, yeah. He was doing a lot of that, but a lot of LeBron, or a lot of Kobe stuff, I think, was just kept out of the the press. I don't know if he was one of those guys who would want that's right things yeah. to be shoved down the throats of others. Like, hey, look at me, look at me. I'm well, just I did doing. read this uh, when Jordan came back to the Wizards. Mm-hmm. He uh, donated. He only made a million a year. Okay. I think he was just on the minimum or whatever. Okay. But he donated the full salary to September 11th victims. Oh wow! I was like, holy shit. I mean, I mean that's, he just a drop in a bucket for the money he has, but sti- like, right. still, but, but still, cool. he had to give up ownership of yeah. the Wizards to come back. I wonder what type so, of tax break the Wizards got from that. I don't know. I'm just, I'm just talking shit now. I don't. They probably didn't, but <laughs> I don't know. But their owner also owns the Capitals, so fuck them. Yeah, I don't <laughs> like the Capitals. Pens and four. No, <laughs> <laughs> never comes back. It probably will. <laughs> I really, I'm enjoying the documentary a, a lot. And oh yeah, I'm. I'm glad we're we're finally getting a window in. We're finally getting a view. I'm just being really skeptical of like they've had 20 years to edit and make sure shit isn't seen. I want to see like more uncut. I think things. we're about to see Are a we? lot of it. Okay, I think good. Well, what did you what did you think about the Ku coach thing? Oh, going back to episode five? I yeah. mean, I I think I changed my opinion a lot on him. Like Same. based even just based on what you and me were talking about last week about how he was kind of getting bullied in that Olympic game. I didn't know about that third or the the it's gold like, medal game. Yeah, he I didn't he came back and he put his fucking pants on. Yeah, co- he did. kicked their ass a little bit. He did. I mean Kick okay. their ass. Maybe quotations. not kick their ass, but yeah. he, you know, he stood up for himself. It's pretty respectable. He didn't tuck his tuck and run. Like he didn't just <laughs> right. whimper away. Like he went up and battled. Yeah, I thought and, that was really impressive. And I, I mean, like that. And, and Mike Wilbon made a good point. It's, it's like people think he's soft. And it's like this guy came from a poverty stricken company, or right. co- country, poverty stricken company, uh, country. I can't talk. Wow, this is terrible. Um, but in oppression and 
just not having the same luxuries that some of these guys in America had and, and them calling him soft was sort of dis like disrespectful. And I'm glad he responded yeah. that way. Showed and me. yeah, he I just mean, came over, had a great career in, in, in the NBA. I mean, yeah, I think it was. I think he made one All Star team, but I mean, maybe not the expectations that they were expecting. But was, I think he's definitely. We he were could just hang. tap into European. He was an important six point. man on on those uh, oh, late nineties yeah. Bulls. Yeah, you needed you needed his uh, his mid range, right? And he had a good basketball IQ. Sure. He knew the game, yeah, so for sure. I think he would be better now. Um, He'd be a lot better now. I think we're more reluctant to <laughs> trust that overseas talent is good now, and they've caught up. Exactly, because the U.S. was way ahead. At that not that dream team killed everyone. Ye- decades ahead of better. Yeah, yeah. I mean, so, is there anything in episode six that we we want to kind of wrap up? I mean, we talked about security guard, his gambling. Is there anything that like, came to mind? To you? I have a quick thing yeah. on the Phoenix series. So I know we talked a little bit about the '93 finals yeah. with Phoenix with last Ch- week, but Ch- Charles. Charles yeah, with Charles yeah, yeah. Barkley. Okay, yep. Uh, there's this story about how Mike and Charles would hang out a lot during the finals, and I think Magic is doing the color commentary okay. on some of these games. Okay. And he was complaining about it a little bit. He's like, "Why are who, these guys hanging out?" Magic Johnson was, was complaining that on Charles the broadcast. Wow. Yeah, he's like, "These guys are friends. They're all out at dinner. They're golfing." I don't know. I mean, who cares? Yeah. <laughs> I, I it wouldn't. didn't affect the games because both of those guys killed it. Yeah. And they both really wanted to win. I mean, maybe you couldn't do that with a, another type of guy, but I think Charles and Mike know what's up. Ch- Charles, Charles hasn't changed a bit. Charles believed that he was the best player in the league until that finals. Yeah. He was like, this is the first time I know someone's better than me. How, how do you think that feels as an athlete? Your entire I heard him the life. other day he said it still hurts that they lost that finals, which I believe. I mean, they were. A really is that good how team you that feel year. when you and I get on the basketball court? You're just like I'm. Devi- you're just devastated that you're that final. I win so much. I don't know. Uh, yeah, last time I don't even remember <laughs> last time we played. I think basketball. the last time we collided knees and then yeah, we ended. I think I game. cried for a week after that happened over at NC State. that was awesome oh but real quick though when they were hanging out there's this story that they golfed 18 holes and then jordan golfed another by himself because no one wanted to (laughs) so he golfed 36 holes what either the i think it was the day before the game oh my god and i think in game two of phoenix apparently he's darker because he got sunburned from playing golf. So if you look at game two of the 93 finals, it's, he'll, he'll he's slightly darker color. shade. A <laughs> <laughs> hey, sunscreen, Jordan, sunscreen. Yeah, Gotta but that guy it. still killed it because he averaged the most points ever in a finals in that series of 41. Beast, man. Really been That's enjoying insane. this. Um, but yeah, I think I don't, I don't have anything else to add. No, I'm good. If you do about the last dance, but um, mm I don't know anything going on in life that you want to maybe talk about or man. Uh, yeah. I mean, stuck at ba- home all week, stuck at home, not really doing much, you know, baby C's growing. Jaden's doing online school. Um, she's getting used to that, which is interesting, annoying, okay, frustrating, but awesome. How does it work? Cause I don't have any kids. Yeah. So log on, uh, Sean, she logs on to the computer and, Mm-hmm. does like Google Hangouts and then each teacher, science, social studies, math, her electives, they all schedule Google Hangout times individually with uh, each student. Okay. So they have one-on-one Google Hangout times to run over any prior work or questions. So they get about an hour of actual one-on-one time through Google Hangouts with the teacher. But mainly the work is coming uh, just virtually, Google Docs. Okay. Jay logs on to Google Docs and has to go to a certain teacher's folder, does the homework, and if she has questions, she'll use that then hour conference time to to discuss it. But we have Jay on a schedule. Like she wakes up at seven, eats breakfast. Like she just we need we wanted to make sure that she stayed in a routine because right. I even know as a thirty two year old adult like have not having a routine there's sometimes where i'm like did i shower yeah did i brush brush my hair or i need to really do something about myself so making sure she sticks with that 
and hopefully uh, she doesn't get too bored and starts doing stupid stuff. But so far, so good. Yeah. Everything here at the house has been been pretty good. Great. Yeah. How about you? Uh, I mean, we kind of experienced some of that routine kind of stuff. Uh, I was for a little while, not right now, but working one week on, one week off for three weeks. So it's better. A than full week off is awesome, but also sucks. Yeah. That's what you're saying. Like after the first one, we're like, holy shit, we got to have a routine because we yep. smell bad. Yeah. <laughs> you're not eating at the right time. Right. You're not going. I'm like, did I eat breakfast? Times. Fuck, it's yeah. 6 p.m. Yeah. Yeah. You got to stay. You got to stay in sor- some sort of ru- routine. So. Right. Um, Try not to kill the wife. Oh, um, man. They, that's all me. Because I suck and I need alone time sometimes. Just I just need a break. Right. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, so it's not her fault. I, I just take, get irritable and I'm a little bitch. That's why I take long shit, Sean. I just take long shits because I have to. Yeah, you're weird about that. I've never, well, you and you and Favre are the only people <laughs> I know that can't shit in, like, normal public places. I feel you, buddy. But, cool, man. Well, I think that, that's it. Wrapping it up. Second episode. Closing it down. Okay. Well, all right, man. Um. I guess we'll see everyone next week. Yeah, man. Keep the pop slide on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah.